Line Breaker Sports, the podcast, episode five. Uh, my name's Game Day Greg, alongside Benny Buckets. We are so happy to be sponsored by The Power of the Streak, an easy to read book by author Kara Wood with the best idea yet for consistent exercise and staying motivated over time. Do you struggle with working out regularly? <laughs> yeah. Have you started exercising only to be back where you started in a couple of weeks? Yep. Then you're in good company. Kara had zero motivation for years, but she eventually flipped the switch and hasn't looked back. Through a story of starting and keeping a running streak for 12 busy years, through a demanding career, and even after two childbirths, Kara shares the secret to having the drive to exercise no matter what. Kara's story is funny, relatable, and inspiring. Plus, she explains how you can do the same thing with any exercise. It doesn't have to be running. Thank God. Even a cynic will leave feeling motivated, inspired, and excited to commit once and for all to long-lasting exercise and fitness. Plus, with a percentage of royalties being donated to the Special Olympics, buying the book is a win-win. The Power of the Streak by Kara Wood is available in all formats where books are sold, including Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Also, check out the audiobook on iTunes and Audible. Plus, follow The Power of the Streak on Instagram, at The Power of the Streak, and Twitter, Power of Streak. I know I'm going to be checking this out. We got a book sent to us, so uh, we're excited to look at that. Um, this is definitely something we both need, but yeah, there you go, Benny Buckets. Uh, I guess we'll start it off the way we always do. Benny yes. Buckets, how are you doing today? Yes, sir. It's... Uh... It's uh, episode five here on Linebreaker Sports, uh, so it's very exciting to have a sponsor on board and the power of the streak. Yes. Uh, it's a very good uh, metaphor for the power of the, the soccer streak, which... Oh, there so we go. We had a 12-0-2 run there until Monday. We had a little, uh, little, 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 little difficulty there with the, with the, with the Italia Serie A Cremonese. That'll uh, happen. Criminese and Roma, little, little, uh, little, little difficulty. Uh, or no, it was a Criminese and someone else. Like, oh, Criminese and Torino. 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 Thank yes. you, Torino. I, I try to block that on my mind. It was a rough day. It was a rough day, folks. Uh, and That's then okay. we had, and then we had uh, the championship, the English championship. We had Watford and West Bromwich Albion. Uh, both, both games, ironically, <laughs> were at one nil at the half, and. Uh, Needless to say, both went, both were over by the 60th minute of the game. So it was not a, not a very good Monday. Uh, and in addition to that, I also had the, the crack in there minus one against the Sharks, and they lost. They got absolutely destroyed. They lost four to nothing. So that's okay. Uh, no you know, worries. Is what it is. There. So that's uh, we're that, ready. That, that, we're ready for some revenge. We are. We on a positive note on our soccer play system. We are at 15 two and two, which is. Uh, Somewhere in the neighborhood of around eighty-five percent. So we we will take that. We will. Take there we that. go. It didn't take long for him to bring up uh, the soccer folks. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, well, yeah. that was. I literally asked him how he was doing, and the first words were soccer. So you, you know, uh, you know where my heart's at. We have listen, we got listeners in Belgium. We got listeners in Argentina. They're not tuning in for. Uh, they're not tuning in for college baseball or MLB futures. They're tuning in for soccer. We make first no, of all, we, make, we make don't no, know that. No mis- we we no have mistake. we don't have them on. We have not had them on. We don't know that. Uh, they may be trying to get into new sports, or they love soccer talk, and who doesn't? Uh, but right. college baseball has not been brought up yet on this show. So this will be the first. Uh, it will be. This will be, be the, the first. This episode, is our baseball so. preview show. We do have game day. Greg will be leading the college baseball. Uh, That's right here. 
And Betty uh, Buckets will be the person acting like me during soccer talk. That's uh, right. Saying he, he's watched less college baseball than I have soccer, which that is, is correct. Very yes. hard to imagine. That is accurate. Uh, but yes. that's that is what it is. But yeah, that's we have an exciting show for you folks. Uh, this is our baseball preview show. Um, we have college baseball talk. So we'll give out three. We I will give out three futures. Uh, fortunately, yes. many buckets does not have the college <laughs> landscape yet. Yet, uh, uh, never, maybe, never, never. No, he can substitute never. a soccer game for a college baseball game here or there. Yeah, no, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, uh, why, 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 why deviate from something that's eighty-five percent? Why, 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 why? why I'm, why I'm, I'm talking about broke? your your yeah. viewing pleasures. You, oh, viewing. Maybe, pleasures. maybe, maybe you just take it away a soccer game and you add a college baseball game in. Yeah. Uh, I, I, know I think that I'd may rather be watch college softball. I think I'd rather watch college softball, but my, myself. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I don't know how to respond to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll talk a little college baseball talk, and then we'll get into our MLB preview, folks, where we will pick the div- we'll pick everything: uh, division winners, playoff teams, World Series matchup, the World Series winner, uh, as long along with three win totals, team win totals. Um, your home run leader, your MVP, your Cy Youngs for both league, your leagues, your rookie of the year for both leagues. So we have a lot to cover, folks, for baseball. And then, of course, everyone's favorite soccer talk. We will get, bring that back. And although I will say uh, we've regressed a little bit in terms of the progress we've made uh, watching soccer, I do have some insights on the game I watch. Yes. And you'll understand why we've regressed a little bit. So that's something to look forward why to. Why we? Later. He means game day, Greg. Benny Buckets is all. No, we. So I'm blaming him as well. I'm blaming Benny, him Benny, as well. Benny, he, Benny, he Benny, Buckets, Benny Buckets can watch four four soccer games. You know, on S- Sunday, watched four soccer games between the championships, Serie A, and uh, and the Premier League. So the, let, let's let's. I have a hard time believing here. your eyes are open the entire four games. There, <laughs> I, there, there must be a midday nap. There is nobody that can watch four straight soccer games <laughs> consciously. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Everyone uh, internationally. All right. Let's get into it. College right. baseball. Do you want me to start? I guess well, I, I got nothing for you. So yeah, that would be the only option. <laughs> I kind of wanted to see where you would go with this. Uh, your minute. I mean, I know, I know Jason Veritek played at Georgia tech and so did Nomar. <laughs> it's about, that's about the extent of my base college baseball knowledge here. All right. He's, he's only 20 years off here, folks. That's okay. <laughs> uh, a little, little bit more than that, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess we could just start getting into it by me giving you future picks. Okay. So I really got into college baseball. I want to say two years ago um, with a couple of buddies. Uh, it, it's just a lot more action in the game, a lot more mistakes, which equals more fun. So I think the game I watched uh, Texas tech had six errors within the first five innings. So if that doesn't show you uh it's high scoring games. I guess nothing does. Uh, every line over under is around 11 and a half to 12 and a half, which is high. That would be, that would be Colorado Rockies territory for major league baseball, but that is just your normal um, grambling state versus uh, UAB game here, uh, college baseball game. So let me, let's just get right into it folks. The first one, I guess the favorite that I have, going into this year is going to be Vanderbilt at plus 1200. 
folks, Vanderbilt has a fantastic pitching staff. Uh, they have started the year a little bit slow. They've lost to two unranked teams already within the first five games. But the games they have won, they've blown out their opponents by 12 to 13 runs apiece. So they every year they have a ton of pitching. Every year they have a lot of hitting. It's just they can never put it together when it matters most. I'm banking on that being the year this year. Um, that plus 1,200, 12 to 1 for one of the favorites. I'll, I'll take that. And then we're getting into some of the long shots here, folks, because I don't know every team, every college team. I'm not going to pretend like I do. Um, I'm not as well-versed in college baseball as Benny Buckets is in soccer, where he knows every team, every, 24 different leagues, uh, however many players are on the pitch, 11 per tide. He knows everybody, folks. Per tie, yes, 11 per yes. tie, yes. So uh, I don't, I'm not going to pretend like I know that much yet. But let, let's go right into it. Auburn plus 5,000. So 50 to 1. Ah, would be my the alma mater or the Chuckster there. Okay. The Chuckster's that, alma mater. All right. That's right. They're not necessarily known for baseball. They are a basketball and uh, football team there. But there is a guy on Twitter. <laughs> one of the reasons I, I picked this, it's called the Plainsman Parking Lot. Uh, a Twitter account there where he goes to every Auburn game and, and keeps the book and sits, looks like he sits in a garage from, uh, let's see, left field there. Uh, so it looks intriguing, but they, they I think they're four. No, I, I could be wrong, but they've had a hot start and that's just another one of those teams that could catch fire. They have a lot of hitting. Um, don't ask me to name any players. I just know they're uh, up there and hitting. So 50 to one, I'll take that. And they're five hour drive for me. So I can maybe go see them soon. Um, and then the long shot here is a little bit of a homer pick, but the University of Southern Miss at 75 to 1 plus 7,500. Folks, I, I've spent a good amount of time watching them, whether it be at um, Pete Taylor Park or on ESPN. Plus. They have unbelievable pitching. Seems like year after year, year after year, two, three years I've been following them, but they have great pitching, they have great hitting. They have a lot of their players coming back. They didn't lose a lot of players this year. Um, they're ranked 18 right now. I know last year they were up to four. So I think if they get in, they can make a run. I'll take teams with good pitching and a little Cinderella story action. So those are my three future picks. Take them for what you will. Don't 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 uh, pour a lot of shekels on that, but maybe <laughs> sprinkle a few shekels, um, especially on Southern Miss there. Uh, if you want a little, little bonus, but yeah, there you go. There's my three future college baseball picks, folks. Um, take that to the counter, and then also I have a couple other points. Um, <laughs> one of my bullet points here is talk about how fun they are to watch, and that's exactly what they are, folks. There's a lot of runs. If you, if you want to watch a lot of baseball, ball, meet, bat, I suggest you watch college baseball. A lot of pitches are left up in the zone. There isn't a lot of <laughs> painting the corners, unfortunately, in college baseball. Uh, there, there is, but the umps have wide strike zones. So I guess that's your version of painting the corners. Um, let's see. What else can I tell you about college baseball that you need to do know? Do they outlaw the shift? and the Do they have a pitch clock? And is there larger bases like Major League Baseball is? Those are all great questions that I don't necessarily have the answer to. I do believe the bases are bigger and that there's a pitch clock. I don't know about the shift being outlawed in college. Okay. So I'll, I will have to get back to you on that. They don't show the field alignments uh, during the broadcast. They're lucky to show the batter. So uh, 
And then, yeah, high I quality get, stuff. These are high, these are high, yes, these, high dollar value broadcasts here yes, on ESPN Plus. So, yes, exactly. The, these, these stadiums are starting to look a little bit like these soccer stadiums that we see. Uh, the, the Forest Green Rovers <laughs> stadium <laughs> compares to some of these uh, college baseball fields. Uh, my last point on college baseball listen, guys, Southern Miss, I believe they will have a f- top five team by the end of the year. That is my hot take. You can old take, expose me if you want on Twitter. But I think there's just something about this team that is infectious that will carry them. I don't know. I, I just – the pitching. They have three pitchers that could be drafted within the first 15 rounds, which is pretty cool. Um, 15 we'll, so we'll rounds do, or 15 picks? 15 rounds. Rounds. rounds oh. Not 15 picks. Oh. Uh, that, that would be amazing. Have three pitchers within the first 15 picks. But – uh yeah no i i just think southern miss is gonna to the top smttt folks southern miss to the top so that is my college baseball talk now i'm more curious to hear benny buckets college baseball talk because i if you guys know me i don't i I like the numbers i like the analytics i I like the real talk within sports but i also like the 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 stuff that doesn't get talked about maybe 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 some of that uh, oddball oddball topics within the sport so benny buckets what do you got for us yeah, I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, I, I literally have less interest in college hope baseball. Hope you guys have you, a great day. That you yep, have that you have that you have in soccer, <laughs> which is saying a lot. Uh, uh, I I can't get into it. I'm sorry. It's it's like watching you know, major league baseball is like the NFL, and then uh, watching college baseball is like watching just... uh, watching the arena league. Okay, I just can't. You know, you got you don't even you got metal bats. Okay, uh, we are closed minded uh, here. You know, we are. Cl- I, if I open myself you up don't to know, soccer, you, don't even you can know open yourself starting, up. You don't even know who's starting each game. I mean, it's it, you know, you don't. It, it, there's no way to follow you, it. There's you know no way who's to starting. This. You know who's starting, and it's the same sport as Major League Baseball. So just, is arena football and 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 the NFL. It's the same sport, but it's very different. It's a very different experience. So I well, can't different get rules, it. but. All right, all right. You want to do XFL and NFL? I can't get in the XFL either. All right. I mean, you know, I, I just, if I got into soccer, you could at least get into college baseball. Soccer is worth getting into. Soccer is soccer is the most popular. Sport I may have in the to blackmail world. here. I may have to. I may have to take my soccer card away. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it, folks. Uh, Trust we'll me, I don't want to have to give up my soccer card, my yellow card, as they say. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But I, I might have to if he doesn't watch any college baseball. That's not fair. That's not fair. I'm spe- I'm blood, sweat, and tears over here watching them pass the ball 930 times a game for 10 shots on net. So the percentages there are, are minuscule. So, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. We don't want the listeners to have to listen to our quarrels here, folks. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's get uh, into the next topic here because right. that, that was a great success. Uh, our MLB preview, folks, here we go. We are big into baseball. At least I thought we were. Well, um, we're big into Major League Baseball. That, major that's, League that's, Baseball. That's, that's baseball's real baseball. baseball. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. Baseball's baseball. Uh, what are we going to do next? Are we going to do a AAA International League preview show next week? Is that, is that the plan? Sure. Let's do it. Rugby, let's go XFL. That Australian rules football, A League soccer in Australia. Highlight, yep. Cricket. Um, yeah, sure. Right. Why not? Go ahead, go ahead. What are we doing with baseball? Go ahead, dear sir. All right. Um, so we're gonna do division winners, 
playoff teams, World Series matchup, or World Series winner to start. Wait, are we picking the division winners, just division winners, or are we picking all the teams, how they're going to finish in a given order in the division? Because I did I did that. but we Wow, don't that's, that's That's insane. what we did last year on Linebreaker Sports on the on the YouTube oh, show. On the on the longer show? Yes. Okay. We all don't right. have to. I mean, I can give them. I wasn't prepared for that. I was well, not prepared. All right, then for we that. don't have to do it. Then we don't have to do it. But however, I, I did it, but however, I would like to do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's right. do it real quick. Right. Uh, I'll go first since I already have it written out. If that's all right. Sure. Let's start with the so, AL East. So I'll just do the divisions. So I'll do you want me to do all six or I'm no, gonna let, do let, my, no oh, back and forth. Back alternate. and forth. Okay. All right. So I, I got the AL East here. I got the Yankees winning the division. I'm sure that'll thrill game day Greg there. Uh, plus one ten is the current odds on that. On by the way, all 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 odds for this particular segment are provided by DraftKings. DraftKings, the DraftKings, DraftKings, DKNG on the New York Stock Exchange for all you interested in investing. Although we yeah. do not recommend investments here, and you can lose your principal. And past performance is not indicative of future results, much like sports betting when it comes to investing. But anyway, we Perfect. will go with the Yankees plus one ten. Uh, second place and a wild card team is the Blue Jays. Uh, third place is uh, also a wild card team because there's three wild card teams in, in the uh, American League. This is the Tampa Bay Rays. Fourth place will be the Baltimore Orioles and finishing in last the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Wow, I love that. Red Sox last place. That is, by the way, the finishing order of last year as well. Same finishing order as last year. So the, no deviation from last year. I like that order. Uh, Yankees are my division winner at plus 110, like Benny Bucket said. But my second pick is going to be the Rays uh, over the Blue Jays. Wow. This, the Rays over the Blue Jays, huh? The Rays over the Blue Not Jays. Not a believer in the Chris Bassett acquisition and the Dalton Varsho acquisition for my Jays. Listen, here, huh? the Blue Jays have been trying to acquire talent for years, and it just doesn't seem to. We were both very high on the Blue Jays last year. Uh, if you, they won if, 93 uh, games, I mean, it's not like they won 27 games. They won that would be games. that would be under their win total for this year. Uh, uh actually, be it over because they're 92 and a half. Uh, I saw 94 and a half. Mm, I saw 92 and a half. Okay, but, that okay. could have either changed or one of us is wrong, which is okay. more than likely. So, okay. oh, yeah, okay, huh? But still, 93 wins, you go 93 and 71, that's impressive. I mean, that's not still a, all right, not a slapstick ra- year. That's a pretty well, good year. The Rays. I mean, the Rays don't have any hitting. They've got like two good hitters. They, they they've Yandy they've shown that doesn't. They got Yandy Diaz and they've got uh, Wander, Wander Franco. Franco. But Franco gets right. hurt a lot, so we'll see if he can stay in the lineup. I think last year he played eighty-five games. Uh, all right, they're just I, one of those teams that always. They do have great pitching. They do have a good culture. They've got a really good bullpen. They've always they've got a really good rotation. So I, I and it's I tough to play there for whatever reason. I don't know. In front of all th- their field, in, fr- in front of in front of all thirty-five people who show. I'm up talking more like field conditions, oh. tough, not actual fan tough. No, you can hear a pin <laughs> drop there. It's just the, the field. It's like seven different shades of green, and I'm colorblind. So that that, that should tell you how ba- how bad the field. Gre- conditions game day, are. Greg has to put on the colorblind glasses when he watches the game at the at the trop there. It's, uh, that it's, that's right. It'd be that's too right. disconcerting. It would be like uh, you know my my Zoom screen where it, uh, it's too many too many colors for him. Uh, yes, without the, without the glasses. So. That's right. That's yes. right. And th- that'll also be brought up uh, later on in the show too. <laughs> Color blindness, but oh, okay. uh, yeah. that's for a different segment here. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Cool. Central. 
Uh, so wait, you just said you did the so you, you said you, so you have the race. Oh, second. I, had the, I had the same order as you. Just flip flop the Rays. And so race second. So game day Rays got the Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays, Orioles, and Red Sox. So same Correct. order. Okay. All right. Correct. Fair enough. Uh, I've got the Guardians to win the division yet again at plus one thirty five. Uh, White Sox to finish in second. So that's a little bit of a deviation. They were in third last year. So second this year. Twins in third, Tigers in fourth, and Royals in fifth. Okay. Explain your Guardians. Pick. No no wild card out of this division. Uh, I mean, listen, they, they've got the best manager in, this, in the division, maybe even one of the, the best manager in baseball in Francona. They've got probably top three or four closer in all of baseball in Class A. They've got a very good bullpen. They've got, uh, you know – uh, Jimenez uh, broke out last year as an all-star. They've got the best third baseman in the game, and Jose Ramirez, in my opinion. You could argue Nolan Arenado or Machado, but I would I would take Ramirez. Um, and over Arenado, yes, yes. At this point, I would. Yeah, I would take. I would take. I would take Ramirez over Arenado. Not defensively, offensively. Not defensively. Um, and they've also got, uh, like I said, Jimenez made the all-star team last year. Uh, as did uh, Rosario, also had a breakout year. So I, I, I don't know. I like, I like. Uh, you know, you know, you're going to get Bieber back, fully healthy. He missed a, a lot of time last year. Tristan McKenzie won 13 or 14 games. I think they got a really solid team, and uh, I like, I like the Guardians to win the division yet again. Not, not do much in the playoffs per usual, but I like them to win. The division. There you go. Picking the favorite plus 135. Plus 135. Uh, yep. I'm going a little different out here. I'm going to go White Sox. To win the wow, division. Wow, the new manager. Okay. Yes. Uh, anything is an upgrade over that last manager. But over Larusa? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh he's about 10 years past his prime there. Uh and it clearly showed. He's mm-hmm. running out there. Forgot why he ran out there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh plus two twenty for the White Sox. Second place Guardians plus one thirty-five. Third place twins. Or why am I saying plus 135 for second place? Uh, Guardians, second place, Twins, third place, Tigers, fourth, and Royals, fifth. The reason I like the White Sox, if they could ever stay healthy, I, I will say that first. They have to stay healthy. This team is notorious for not staying healthy. They have a lot of talent. Yeah, but they got no pitching after Dylan Cease. After Dylan Cease, their pitching is trash. Complete trash. Clevenger and Giolito are trash. Oh. oh. I, I don't know. They yeah, had Lito had a five years. ERA last they had year. Rough. Clevin- last year, Clevenger they had rough awful. years, but Clevenger I don't think probably, Clevenger's not going to pitch. Clevenger's going to be out the whole year. All right, he's not going to pitch. He's going to be suspended the whole year. If Bauer got suspended for two years, that's okay. If Bauer got suspended for two years, okay, it's true. Le- but I'm just all right. Yeah, he, he, Benny Buckets likes to poke a little bit. That's okay. <laughs> we're, we're used to. I that like here. the lineup. I like the White Sox lineup a lot, but. I mean, I, I, Hendricks is going to miss time, unfortunately, because of his illness. I mean, I don't know. I think there's a lot of question marks. A lot more question. Yeah. The upside might be higher with the White Sox, but there's a lot more question marks with the White Sox than with the Guardians. That's what I'll say. Write that down, folks. Write that down. We'll, we'll see. All right. Okay. Let's Fair move enough. on. What over were the White to... Sox, by the way? Plus 220, you said? Yes, plus 220. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, AL West. Uh, this, this is this, – this, the top two should oh, be the favorite here. Yeah, I got yeah, with the yeah, Astros yeah. minus one eighty. They should be more like minus four hundred. Okay, I mean, you know, the Mariners are a good team, but I don't think they're they, they're as good as the Astros. Although I will say the Astros did take a step back with losing Berlander. That 
and not really replacing him with anybody of note. So, and uh, Lance McCullers, shock of all shocks here, is going to miss time. He's got a, a, a an oblique issue, so he'll miss opening day. They're you know Lance McCullers being hurt is about as dependable as the sun coming up in the morning in in Las Vegas. It happens every day, so uh, that's that's not going to work. But anyway, we'll go with the Astros. I'm I'm, I'm defeating my own pick here, but that's okay. Astros minus one eighty. Uh, Mariners in second and a wild card. They're the final wild card team. Angels, Rangers, and Athletics. So Angels, Angels third, Rangers, Rangers are fourth, Athletics, who probably who are like they might be a good bet. Font, you know, this is not included in our segment, but you can bet the worst record in baseball. The Athletics might be a good bet at that. There's some bad teams, but the Athletics, yeah. Not to mention they play in front of 3,000 fans in a 60,000-seat capacity stadium. So that's another issue for them. But uh, hopefully not for much longer. More more than likely they'll be in Vegas in the, within the next few years. But um, those are my picks of the AL West. There you go. There you go. Very good. Not going to bash any of those. And wait till, uh, wait till you hear mine here. Okay. Division winners, the Seattle Mariners are plus 310. Uh, of course, because he hate. this is a biased pick, folks. He just hates the Astros because the Astros beat up on his Yankees every year in the playoffs. This has nothing to do with objectivity. This is cheating or not cheating. This is completely subjective. To cheat or not to cheat. Yes. Did they cheat uh, last year or they swept your ass? They they bludgeoned be- you. They bludgeoned you. When they cheated, just because they cheated before doesn't mean they can't cheat again. I mean, Aaron Judge couldn't get a base hit in that series of his life. Depended on he had what one seventy in that series. Not good. But anyway. then the Mets are still sitting at home. But anyways, that's true. Um, they are. I, I digress. Uh, it, yeah, the Mets suck. Anyways, um, <laughs> okay, yeah, Mets are terrible. Okay, all right. Mariners plus three ten. Astros second place. Angels third place. Rangers fourth place. And then the Oakland Athletics, like Benny said. All right. So, place, so we have the bio three. We have the worst record. We have the bottom three the same. Okay. Correct. Correct. So just right. uh, our division winners for the AL Central, I had the White Sox. Benny Buckets had the Guardian. The winner for the AL East, we both had Yankees. And the AL West, Benny Buckets had Astros. I had Mariners. So yep. let's move on over to the NL real quick here. Okay. All right. Uh, NL East. I am going to go. NL East. I, NL East. Because I am not a homer, I am going to go with the correct pick here, even though they're actually not the favorite. The Mets are the favorite, but I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves plus 140. Uh, well, correct uh, pick. <laughs> second place here, the Mets as a wild card, uh, the Phillies as a wild card are the third place, Marlins and Nationals. I had the exact same order and exact same wild card teams. So keep it simple. Yeah, the Bra- Braves have Braves have got the. I think the Braves have. Best rotation. Uh, Yeah, they've got the second or third best all-around team. I am a little concerned. They did lose Jansen, who had actually a really good year for them last year. I guess Iglesias is going to be their closer. Um, Last time he was a closer with the Angels, it didn't really work out so well. So we'll see if he didn't rise to the occasion in Atlanta. He did pitch really well. I think he only gave up two earned runs since the trade uh, when he got traded to the Braves from the Angels in the uh, at the the trade deadline last year. But um, that's a little bit concerning but they have a better they know they have a great all-around lineup uh you know with freed uh strider morton uh although morton had a bit of a down year but strider morton um in the rotation that's a pretty formidable top three so i do like the braves there um you have any additional comments on the braves sir or no? oh yeah and their roster obviously slaps as well it does. for those who know no so 
Um, yeah, they, and they and they and they underrated pickup. They acquired probably the best defensive catcher now in all of baseball now that Yadier Molina, although Molina was kind of older, but now that Molina's out of the game, uh, and Sean Murphy, they did acquire him as well and signed him to a five-year contract. So, uh, pretty good. I mean, they did give up on Wilson Contreras, who was an all-star, or William Contreras, excuse me, William Contreras, brother of Wilson Contreras. They did give up on him, interestingly, for Sean Murphy, which seems a little odd because Murphy's older and makes more money. And you want defensive reliability there, and not the offensive player. Contreras they don't need. Is. They don't need the offense from the catcher position. They've got it from everywhere else. I guess not. And I would expect probably Darno to be their DH most of the time when he's not catching. Right. Uh, which is a pretty good DH. So although he's getting up there, I think he's about thirty-three or thirty-four. But moving on to the NL Central. Uh, I went also with the favorite here. Uh, so this is the four out of five divisions I picked the favorite so far. Cardinals minus 120, Brewers in second, Cubs in third, Pirates in fourth, Reds in fifth. Okay. I, If you said Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Pirates, Reds, that's, that's my what, order too. That's what I said, yeah. yeah. Uh, Card- this is just – this is more – this isn't so much an endorsement of the Cardinals. This is just – how bad the division is. Um, right. The, the, it just, the Brewers do have good starting pitching, but their bullpen has taken quite a bit of a hit when they traded Josh Hader. And they don't stay healthy to Christian Yelich. Yeah. Christian Yelich, you can't depend on. Right. Uh, Lorenzo Kane retired. Um, not that he was great the last couple of years anyways, but um, yeah. Uh, with the Rowdy Tellez is going to be their number four hitter. I just doesn't. Yeah. I remember him with Bison's. Yeah, I remember him on the Blue Jays, so it doesn't doesn't sound so great from that standpoint. He had a cool walk up song, sort of country walk up song there. So uh, okay, there you go. uh, All right, so there we go. There, Uh, no for me, no wild card out of that division. You ever got a wild card out of that division game day or no? No, nope. Okay, and then the NL West here is probably my biggest upset. My biggest upset to win division. I'm going to go with the San Diego Padres. To break the streak oh. of the, what is it, nine in the last 10 years, the Dodgers have won the division. So we do have the San Diego Padres, plus 130. I feel like this price is a little too low. It should be higher considering how how often the Dodgers win this division with regularity. But um, maybe this is in, in, indicative of the fact the Padres beat the Dodgers in the playoffs in the wild card round last year. Maybe that's why. I, I'm not sure. Or the division series last year, not the wild card round. Division if they could stay healthy, they have the best lineup in baseball. I would say so, and their and their pitching is really you know is is quite good. Their bullpen is really good. I feel like the I feel like the Padres actually have uh probably the most well rounded team in all of baseball if they stay healthy. I That's the huge question mark though. They can never stay healthy. Correct. That's true. But I like the Padres plus one thirty. The Dodgers will be my wild card. So it's the third wild card. Uh, actually, probably the the number one wild card in terms of record. But uh, but they'll be my wild card out of this uh out of this division. Then I've got the D-backs finishing third, the Giants fourth, and the Rockies fifth. Okay. All right. So I've got the Dodgers one. Padres. What are two. their odds? What are the Dodgers' odds? Mine, minus 125. Minus 125. Thank you. Minus, minus 125. Okay. The Dodgers, Padres, Giants, backs, and Rockies in that order. Uh, I do believe the Dodgers, like you said, <laughs> I've won the division nine of the past ten years. They are – when healthy, one of the best teams in baseball. And I'm going to take a team yeah. who's been there, done that, uh, over a team who. But no Bueller, no Bueller for at least the first half, if not longer. You got to be aware of that. That's okay. 
No okay. worries. Weaker, weaker division. No Bueller, older uh, Kershaw with you know another older year of still got Kershaw. a very fire lineup. Bullpen is also suspect as well. No Trinan, no Trinan for sixty days too. He's on the sixty day DL or IL. But uh, okay, do you have the Padres as a wild card, sir? Yes. So your three Absolutely. wild cards are the Mets, Phillies, and Padres. Correct. Okay, so my three wild cards are the Dodgers, Mets, and Phillies. Okay. All right. Uh, I will then give Perfect. my national. Right, so... uh, well, just to... oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. What I was gonna saying? say I'm gonna give my National League winner now. That's okay. Sure. I was just gonna say let's do World Series matchup. Okay. So, so my... that... oh, you want to do what? the matchup both of them? Okay. Well, so that's my... that the same thing. Okay. Sure. Uh, my National League winner is going to be the Padres. San Diego Padres to make okay. the World Series. And my American League winner is going to be the Astros. Padres versus Astros. Now I gotta okay. get the odds on that. Let me get them real quick. I did not get I did not list them for this segment, but uh let me see what the Padres are. Getting the Might. the DraftKings sportsbook app up here. So bear with me one second here, folks. Uh, do they have the actual odds for the matchup? They do. I, I could get that as well. Just give me a second here. No, that's I, I, it shouldn't be too hard to find. Let me see. Okay. So league winner, uh, the Astros are plus 310 currently on DraftKings. And the Padres are plus 500. And the Padres, who I have winning it all, are plus 1,000 to win the World Series. So uh, you said okay. matchup, playoff matchup. Let's see. Playoff. World Series straight forecast. Uh, here we go. San Diego Padres to beat the Houston Astros plus four thousand. Plus four thousand. Okay. Plus four thousand. Straight matchup. Yep. There you go. Okay, mine's a little different. We we'll see. Uh Yankees obviously for the AL, <laughs> but home, the NL home, team homer pick. <laughs> NL team. I'm I'm gonna go with a wild card team here. And I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia Phillies. Wow, the Phillies to repeat is wild card as the uh as yes. Okay, yes. all right, interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I and the Yankees to win it all, obviously. Let's see if I could find the Yankees here. By the way, uh the Yankees and Mets, uh, Yankees beating the Mets and Yankees beating the Dodgers are tied for the most likely scenario at plus three thousand on the straight results. Sure. Yankees, I believe, are plus seven fifties on the uh to win the World Series there. Uh, and the Phil- Yankees Phillies to beat are- the Phillies are plus seventy five hundred. Just for okay. Your, that's a that's the Yankees are plus seven fifty. And yeah. Phillies are plus seventeen hundred. They are, and then the Yankees to win the American League are plus three sixty, and the Phillies are plus eight fifty in the National. So. I hope your pens have plenty of ink, folks, as you're writing this down. That's right. But- Excellent. Okay. Uh, why don't since we're still on the team theme, why don't we go over to the win totals? I'll let you start here, sir. You want sure. to your first win total? We'll alternate. Go ahead, sir. Sure. Let Let me just run through the three real quick. It's three okay. win totals. Uh, first Dodgers over ninety five and a half, uh, minus one twenty five. They are a team consistently in the high nineties, low one hundreds every year uh, in the regular season, and I don't see that stopping now with that division being so weak. Uh, Yankees over 94 and a half wins plus 100. This hit last year. I believe they were around 98 wins last 90, year. 99, 99, 99, 99, 99 wins. Yep. Yep. Uh, 99 wins last year. And I could just see them repeating last year. Less stuff. wins than the other team in New York, ironically. If, uh, as a matter of fact, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> 
last World Series. Anyways, uh, Mar- and then third team, Mariners over 87 and a half wins at minus 115. Those are my three team totals. Over 87 and a half. That's interesting. Okay. Over 87 and a half. So let yep. me write this down. So you've got the Dodgers. Over 95 and a half. Minus 125. This is just like the old days, folks. This is like the old days. We have, we have pause while Benny Buckets writes down, even though I have it written down and I can just give it to him after the show, but it's okay. That's... okay. What's the next one? <laughs> Yankees, yeah, over... Yankees, Yankees over 94 and a half plus 100. Uh, there's a shocker. Yeah, I think this is a good time, folks, to also bring up uh, when you're looking for these prices, make sure to shop at multiple sports books. Don't just go to the first one you see and, and place your wager. Make sure you're getting the most value for your money. It's your hard-earned money. Um, and like Benny Bucket said earlier, please only bet what you can afford to lose. Um, yes. Yeah. And you could find you could find much better value at some different sports books. So if you put it put in the time and effort, uh, you'll you'll see a little bit more of a return on your money other than just spending five minutes on the phone looking for the pick and putting it in. So and you said the last one was the Mariners over 87 and a half minus. One. Yes, Mariners over 87 and a half okay. minus 115. Okay. Uh, I, I went a little bit different. You went with all overs. I went with two unders and an over. So let me give you my two unders first, and I'll give you my over. He's in the unders streak. He's, he has the unders itch with the under, soccer. The, under, the unders with the goals in soccer, and now we got the unders with the win totals in baseball. So I think my this is my favorite play is going to be the Red Sox under 77.5 plus 100. Wow, that is music to my ears. The Red Sox rotation, let me let me get it pulled up here. It's awful. It it's is awful, so folks. great. It is it, it, it's awful, uh, not to mention that the bullpen, although they did add Jansen and they did add Chris Martin, although I think Chris Martin's highly overrated. They're going to need had a good. He had a good half a season with the Dodgers, and everybody in the Dodger bullpen seems to pitch well, so – not really saying much. Chris Sale, who inevitably will get a hangnail in this four months. So right. That's, that's or scary. won't like the jersey combination and cut up all the jerseys. Right. Right. Uh, Nick Pavetta is their number two starter. I believe he's hurt now, too. I see. Well, he's not listed as hurt, but okay. Uh, Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber, who the only person on earth who's who's younger than or is older than Corey Kluber is, Kluber is Methuselah, I believe. So Corey Kluber's in there. There you go. We got the name down. Corey yeah. Kluber. Yes. <laughs> yes like, you, you sound like it's easy. Your Long Island, uh, Long Island uncle there. Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber. Kluber. Yeah. Kluber. Kluber. No, I saw, I saw a video of that new Red Sox outfielder Yoshida. I believe yeah. his name is. Yeah, he he had a couple uh scorching singles off of Kluber in Kluber. the, uh, yeah. Inner squad his, game. There you go. Yes. So Garrett that's... Whitlock, who's actually pretty decent. Brian Bello, who's who did not pitch well last year. He pitched to about a six and a half ERA. James Paxton, who also uh, another guy who uh, you know can't stay on the field. So somewhat similar to McCullers and Sale, if the sun comes up in Vegas, James Paxton is hurt. So that that unfortunately is the case there. And Josh Wins Winchkowski. Winch, Winch, I don't know who that is, but okay. Bullpen, we got Kenley Jansen, Chris Martin. Those are the two best pitchers. And then there's a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff here, you know, which is not so good. That's, John that's, John yeah. Schreiber, Tanner Houck, who actually is pretty good. Joely Rodriguez, as a Met fan, I can tell you that was a very poor signing by the Red Sox. Ryan Brazier, uh, Richard Blyer, Zach Kelly. I mean, these are guys that you know do 
you get off the scrap heap for for minimum wage, I guess. But they're going to be used a lot. Let's just put it that way. They will be used a lot. Uh, Starters are out within the first five innings. Trevor Story is probably going to miss the whole season, if not like for at least four months, because he had uh, surgery for his shoulder, which was bothering him. That so they brought in Adalberto Mondesi, son of Raul Mondesi, for you former old-time Dodger fans of the late 90s with Raul Mondesi and Eric Karros. That name would, uh, you know, ring a bell for you guys. Uh, their, their outfield's pretty good. Um, we'll oh, see how you So much more does, time on the Red Sox than yeah, I want okay, to Okay, sorry. You're right. No, yeah, it's, okay. it's okay. <laughs> so that's under <laughs> 77 and a half plus 100. We'll go quicker on the athletics. I already told you that the athletics, the athletics under 60 and a half minus 120. I already told you I thought the athletics probably going to have the worst record in all of baseball. Uh, the team with the worst record in baseball is not going to win 61 games. So um, it's a good division. The Angels should be better with the additions they made in the rotation, Tyler Anderson. And I think they added somebody else of note. Um, the Astros are always good. The Mariners are better with uh, Hernandez, uh, who they added up back in to the fold um, and re-signing Castillo, Luis Castillo uh, to pitch. So uh, the West is going to be pretty tough. I'm probably better. And even the Rangers are better with the signing of DeGrom and, uh, and, and Nate Evaldi. So I like the under with the athletics under 60 and a half uh, minus one twenty. And then one, my one over, uh, I could have gone with the Padres of really high on the Padres, but again, it just, it feels a little risky. It feels like, feels like, I feel like the Padres are like one of those teams that probably don't take the regular season as seriously as some other teams. And I feel like even though this is probably a tougher division, uh, I think it's a better team, but more well-rounded, and they do take the regular season seriously. So I want the Braves over 94.5 minus 110. I just – I feel like the Braves, again, last year they won – what did they win? 102 games. The Mets won 101 games. I think they're going to be up around – I think minimum they're going to be probably 97, 98, somewhere between 97 and 102 again. So I like the Braves a lot. And remember, the Braves got to an awful start last year. They were around 500 around around Memorial Day, and, and they just – played unbelievable. I mean, I don't expect them to play 750 ball from June 1st till the end of the year, but I don't think they're going to put themselves in a hole where they're at 500 on, on Memorial Day again. So I like the Bray, and then maybe that's a reason why they 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 got, you know, they got crushed by the Phillies. They, they used up all their energy trying to catch the Mets and then pass the Mets. Uh, they didn't have much left in the tape when they played the Phillies in the first round, even though they clearly were the better team on paper and had home field advantage. So I like the Braves over 94 and a half minus 110. Beautiful. Thank you for the insights. I, that is way more Red Sox information than I ever want to hear, but that's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll work out the kinks. We're, we're episode five, <laughs> folks. We, 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 we know each other very, very well and what we like and don't like, but there's just some things that the game day, Greg, game day, Greg, not a fan of the Red Sox, not a fan of the Red Sox, not a fan of the Red Sox, not a fan of, not a fan of the Patriots either, or the Bruins, any really anything Boston game day, Greg, not a fan, not a fan, not a fan, not a fan. Maybe the uh, Celtics. I don't think he has the same disdain for the Celtics. No, nah, I don't like the Celtics. Yeah, I don't like the Celtics. Oh, wow. All right, perfect. Well, I mean, listen, if, if I was a Knicks fan, a hard diehard Knicks fan like Game Day Greg, I wouldn't like the Celtics either. You know, they basically handed the Knicks lunch for the last 70 years. So Yeah, whatever. Yep, yep. We're not on basketball talk. Uh, not on no basketball. basketball. No, no basketball this podcast. No, no basketball this show. Uh, I mean, it'll make it the next show. We'll yes. To- See if it makes a cut. All right, let's get into because this is running a bit long, but that's okay. Yeah. okay. This, 
tend to be that, that's us with the long with the long winded with the long winded. That, that's right. Well, we're giving you the advanced analytics here, the advanced uh, analysis. All right, all right. Let's so let's go to let's go to MVP leader, MVP home run no, leader MVP. Uh, yeah, let's do uh, MVP winners. Rookie, we we not doing rookie of the year. I did rookie of the year. Maybe you so did. home run leader. AL MVP, NL MVP, AL Cy Young, NL Cy Young, AL Rookie of the Year, NL oh, okay. Rookie of the Year. All right, so home run leader, I'll take this one first. I went with – I just thought it was good value. I went with Shohei Otani. He led it two years ago. Yeah, plus 1,500. Uh, plus 1,500. Uh, I just thought it was good value. I mean, not that he needs to – he's probably going to get $50 million a year anyway, no matter where he goes, because he can pitch and hit, and he's elite at both. Um, at least a power – he's not an elite average guy, but he's an elite power bat. Um, so being able to do both, he's probably going to want to get paid 30 million per year for each skill. So, um, I think he's going to get around 55 to 60 million. So I don't know how much incentive there really is, but if he's able to hit 45, 50 home runs, which I think very well could be the, the winner this year, I don't expect somebody to hit over 60 like Aaron judge. Uh, I like, uh, I like Otani. So give me Otani plus 1500. Otani plus fifteen hundred. Okay. Most of these picks, just as a heads up, I did take. Uh, I did take. I did take some more better value, longer shots. I did not take the favorite when it came to most of these picks. So, go ahead. Well, there you go. That's what the listeners are listening for. Value. Yep. They, they can just look at the lines as they want the favorite. Sure. I'm going with the favorite. Nope, Aaron course, Judge. Yeah. Homer pick. I made the mistake last year of trying to <laughs> big brain myself and think Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> because the Blue Jays are a young, talented, fun team. Um, but no, I'm sticking with the obvious choice here. Aaron Judge at six to one. Um, that's pretty good value, honestly, for the amount of home runs he hit last year. And and as long as he as long as he's healthy, I don't see that slowing down. Well, that's always a question mark. This last year was the first year I think in his whole career he actually stayed healthy the whole season. So, but maybe hey, he'll do it again. Maybe we'll build off of it. We'll, maybe yep. we'll do it again. We got right. the big, we got the big contract. Now we're uh, looking to make sure the body stays perfectly he healthy. He has All more right, funds so, to do that. So, so we'll do the MVPs next. Uh, I'll go AL MVP. I'm going to go with value here as well. I'm taking the best player on the best team in the AL, and that's Jordan Alvarez. So you're Don Alvarez plus eleven hundred best best player best hitter, that's good value. You're getting the best hitter on who the favorite is in the American League. Um, I like that at eleven hundred. That's eleven to one. That's pretty good. So I'll take Jordan Alvarez best player on the best team plus eleven hundred bucket plus eleven hundred. Perfect. I have two picks for you here. Oh wait, so. oh wait, wait. I've got and I've got to do the NL too, right? We're doing both of them at the same time, or are we alternating? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, take it. Uh, I only got one for each. Maybe Greg's got more than one, but um, I only got one for each. Then I went with the – not the best player on the best team, but I think probably the best or second-best team and the probably the second-best player, but least likely to have injury issues, and that's Austin Riley, plus 1,500. Plus, he was in it last year. So, um, I like Riley. I, you know, he hit over 40 home runs last year, well over 100 RBIs. Okuna is the better player, but Okuna, I feel like injury injury issues. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take Riley plus 1500. Okay. The NL MVP. Perfect. So AL MVP is Otani, NL MVP is Riley. No, AL MVP is Alvarez. Alvarez. And then NL is 1500 Riley. Gotcha. Go ahead. My AL MVP, I gave you two uh, each just to throw out there, just a little sprinkle. I obviously took Aaron Judge plus 450. And then also Tim Anderson 
at 50 to one. Wow. Anderson, uh, that's just a very interesting. Pick. Something to chew on. I, I'm okay. thinking maybe if he's the batting champ. Um, okay. He's done that before. He's won yeah, he has. He, yeah, he, he has. has. Uh, he so uh, it's, it's a good value. I feel a 50 to one mm-hmm. NL MVP. I got two for your gold. Paul Goldschmidt at 13 to one. And we just Bryce, won it last year. So, yep. yep. And okay. Bryce Harper at 40 to one. So you like Bryce Harper, even though he's going to miss half the year. We'll see. We'll okay. see, folks. We'll see. I'm not okay. gonna. I'm not gonna count him out with the kind of postseason run he had last year. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not gonna get too it's much a, into it. It's certainly an because... ambitious pick. But, uh, tough taking <laughs> see, a guy. Who's... See, this is the difference here, folks, between tough. the hosts. The, the, we we have we have <laughs> all, always we all, we always have to have a comment or a criticism or a something after my picks. But when it's Benny Bucket's picks, I just let him go. You want to know why, folks? Because if I talked after his picks, we would be gone for three hours. I'm so just like saying to, he's, like to he's this done this half the year. It's hard to win an MVP if you miss half the year. That's all I'm saying. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. That's why he's 40 to 1. If he was playing the whole year, he'd probably be like 10 to 1. But anyway, be that as it may. Okay, fair enough. That's a sprinkle. That's a sprinkle. That's all that's. That's a long shot. So I like the Goldschmidt pick. Though. Very good. There you go. Perfect. All right. Last. Let's let let's just get through this. AL Cy right. Young and Al Cy Young. AL Cy Young. Uh, I'll start. A- I'll, oh, I'll start to change things up here. I go have two ahead. picks. Uh, AL Cy Young. Garrett Cole plus six hundred. And then my long shot is Christian Javier at twenty to one. Okay. Plus two thousand. Uh, I've got just one for. Oh, do your NL Cy Young too. All right. NL Sandy Alcantara plus four fifty, the winner last year. Favorite, yep. and Max Freed at ten to one. Okay, interesting. I like that. Best pitcher on the best team. Okay, okay. Uh, I went with Ailsa, and again, I went with more value picks here. I went with Luis Castillo plus eighteen hundred, and then I went with Julio Urias in the contract season plus two thousand for the Dodgers. So. Did both of those names start with U, or is there a silent J there? Ulio. Ulio. Julio. Uh, Julio. Sorry. Julio. Julio Urias. Sorry. With the the pronunciation issue here. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. I I thought I heard. I thought I heard Julio Urias. Julio Urias. So that's okay. No no worries here. Okay. Uh, All right. And then the rookie of the year. Do you, uh, for the, for the. Yes. I know. I know. I, I have a feeling. Gabe A. Greg is going to go with another homer pick here for the uh, AL uh, Rookie of the Year, but uh, we'll see. No. no oh, no. no. Wow. No. Wow. No. Um, I have two picks for each year. So AL Rookie of the Year, uh, Gunnar Henderson at plus 300, the favorite uh, for the Orioles. He's going to get a ton of playing time. But at plus 950, Masataka Yoshida Ooh. at plus 950. With the Red Sox. Okay. With the Red Sox. I'm going with two players that I know are going to get playing time. Okay. And Valuable spots in the lineup. Okay. I can see both of these players batting anywhere from two to five, two to six in the lineup, which is typically your RBI opportunity. Well, Yoshida's going to lead off, actually. Already is Yoshida that. leading? They announced that already? Uh-huh. Oh, very nice. Yeah. They can't get a starting uh, rotation going, but they can announce their leadoff header. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, so that's my AL Rookie of the Year. And then NL Rookie of the Year, Corbin Carroll at plus 400, and then Cody Senga at plus 700. I like that. I like those picks. Yeah, you got you stole my thunder here. I got I just did one again, but I got Henderson plus three hundred, and I got Corbin Carroll plus four hundred. 
There I think. No analysis. No analysis with Benny Buckets. <laughs> Not a rookie of the year. I, I, oh. I can't. I can't. I can't break down. I can't break down Corbin Carroll as a uh, as an Amarillo. Well, pood saddle. <laughs> Not yet. You can't, you can't break that down yet. That, that is no, I, I at least something that we're going to be looking forward to next year. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, we got through that, folks. That is MLB. That is your preview. That preview. is everything. It was a lengthy preview. Well. That is a lengthy preview, folks. Uh, if you have any questions or want anything else brought up, uh, tweet the Linebreaker Sports crew. And we'll make sure to answer those questions for you. Um, yeah, that was awesome. That was a great segment. Let's. I know, get I know we get to everybody's favorite segment, right? Everybody's favorite segment yes. here. We should have a song for it. I, the I, like most a, profitable intro song. Seg- the, the most profitable segment. I yes, the, the, the most uh, lucrative. So. Uh, the most, I guess, tuned into segment. Uh, yes. Soccer yes. talk here. Yes, yeah, soccer. So- talk. Soccer. I don't. I, we should come up with a jingle. We should have someone come up with a jingle for. Soccer. Yeah. Yeah, maybe one of our international uh, followers or listeners so, has a has a thought, but yes. Yes. So let's start this off by giving Benny Buckets a floor, having having him go through his formal talk about soccer, and then I will chime in as I see fit. Excellent. Okay, so I'll go over my picks from last week, uh, just so uh, we have a recap here. I believe we went three. Uh, I think I gave you th- four picks last week. I believe I went. Uh, 3-0-1. Oh, um, let me see here. Let me get back to my – so I got to get to the Premier League here. We're looking up the scores. Got to – recall them all off the top of my head, folks. I actually got to look these up. Uh, interesting. So uh, so we got the soccer here. So, yeah, so we went – we were winners on Everton and Leeds. We gave you that as a big play, a big play from Benny Buckets. We gave you the under two and a half. Absolute blowout winner, folks. A blowout, as it were, one nothing Everton, and it was really a goal on a miscue by the Leeds keeper Melier, Ivan Melier, as it were, with the uh, oh boy, the screens here. Uh, we were doing so good for a while here, folks. We have gone into club this. We've club, got a cl- club, club buckets, club 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 discoteca. As right when we get to soccer talk, the best part of the show, we go to club discoteca, but um. So we uh, we we absolute blowout winner there with the Everton uh, one nothing one nil I should say one nothing one nil win. Um, in addition to that, uh, I believe we also gave you Wolverhampton Wanderers and Bournemouth. We gave you that under as well, if I recall correctly. I believe, and then or maybe we didn't give you that one. Let me check my. Angel. I think we did. Did we give you that one? I'm not. I can't remember if we gave you that one. Or we didn't give you that one. Um, for, for Serie A soccer last week, we did have a draw because we, we always tell you to hedge, give you the three goals exactly about plus 300. We unfortunately had a draw there in the first game, Sampdoria Bologna, uh, Bologna scoring in the 89th minute to dash our hopes of a one, one draw to Sampdoria. And, uh, instead of it being a win, we had a draw there. So that was, uh, that was a draw. So, so far we're one, oh, and one scored that goal. Uh, the winner was scored. Let me pull it up here. No, I just want to see if you knew it off the top of your head. I did I not. Can lo- I can I can look it up too. The winner was scored by Orsolini. Orsolini for Bologna. Oh, okay. Uh, but we did give you another winner here. So we were a one zero and one right now. We went to two zero and one when we told you that uh, Monza at home against Milan. We said 
that these big, powerful teams, top of the table, don't typically score a ton on the road in Serie A. And we were right. Milan only scored one, but that was good enough to win as Monza was not, unable to dent the score sheet past Tiramashu, who was the goalie for uh, for AC Milan. So it was a 1-0 win or 1-0 victory for Milan over Monza. Uh, so that was us to 2-0-1. And then Sunday, uh, Sunday we gave you uh, another win. Yeah, we only picked four games this week, so we did not give you the Wolves game in full transparency. We went 3-0-1 on our picks. We gave you Roma, Roma at home over Hayas Verona. We gave you that as an absolute blowout winner. It, again, was another blowout winner. one nothing, one nothing as it were. And it was a goal by Oscar Solbakin, Solbakin in the 46th minute uh, to give Roma the win. So uh, 3-0-1 for Benny Buckets on the soccer plays on the under two and a half with the hedge. Uh, and we are we are so far for this campaign up to fifteen two and two with that under two and a half soccer play. So there we go. Thank you. Uh, we do have a couple for you here. Let me get them out. Let me get them up and ready for us so we can uh, take a look here. Let me get my app up. This is so, where you want to start writing down stuff, folks. This is where yes. you start. Where you want to get the uh, pad and paper out. We just did the recap. Now we'll go to the pad and paper. Um, so the first game I'm going to give you, and this has moved, unfortunately, so the odds got a little bit worse on us, was minus 120. That's always a good sign, by the way, folks. When the odds move in your favor and you get it early and, the, and they move, say, from minus 120 to minus 135, that's a good sign that uh, oftentimes that the, there is a, a good understanding that that game is going to go under. So let me give you the first one. This fixture is tomorrow. We will get this podcast up. I the game day, Greg is the, uh, the 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 skipper or the captain of getting this podcast up. So I'm sure we'll try to get this up with some alacrity to get the get get the get our adoring fans these picks. Yes, this will be this, up first first thing Friday morning. Okay, so this will be in time for this game. This will be a 3 p.m. start time kickoff at the uh, at Old Cottage Tavern in uh, in London. Uh, this is going to be Fulham United taking on Wolverhampton or Wolves. Give me the under two and a half minus one thirty six. So under two and a half minus one thirty six. I got it earlier in the week at minus one twenty five, but such is life; it has moved to one thirty six. Still like it at one thirty six. So we're going to give you that one. Okay, that's one. Uh, the next game I'm going to give you. These are two of the lower scoring teams in the whole division uh, or in the whole Premier League uh, or division, as I said earlier. Uh, also, this is a ten. This is a Saturday kickoff. 10 a.m. Eastern time from the London Olympic Stadium in London. West Ham United against Nottingham Forest. Give me the under two and a half there, minus 132. Again, all these games, please hedge. Cover yourself on the three because it does happen sometimes. So cover yourself on the three, minus 132, under two and a half, West Ham United against Nottingham Forest. So, uh, and then I'm going to give you one more here. This is a... Uh, this is going to be on Sunday morning at uh, 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Tottenham against Chelsea. I'm going to go with the under there as well. This is a little bit not as juiced as the other picks, so a little bit more risky here, so maybe a little bit smaller of an increment of a unit here that you want to put on this on this game if, you are, uh, if you're wagering or you're tailing these picks. Under 2.5, minus 118. Under 2.5, minus 118. Chelsea does not typically – the reason I like this pick – Chelsea does not concede much, and they don't typically score much. Tottenham does not concede much. They do; they are capable of scoring. They do have um, Song, who is a very good uh, center forward there, as well as, of course, everyone knows the uh, maybe 
maybe goes down as one of the greatest uh, England soccer players of all time, Harry Kane. Of course, everyone knows Harry Kane. Ah, he just set the yes. record. He just set the record about uh, a week and a half ago for most goals ever in the Premier League at two sixty seven with uh, with Tottenham. So, um, or maybe that was just a Tottenham record. I'm not sure. But anyway, he scored a ton. Um, so those are going to be my England picks or my Premier League picks. We gave you, I believe that's three we gave you, correct? We gave you uh, Nottingham. Fulham versus Wolves, West Ham versus Nottingham. And what was okay. the third one? Uh, Tottenham and Chelsea. I've actually got a fourth one. Sorry, we got to give a lot of picks here because we only do this once a week. Got one more for you, folks. That's Leeds United and Southampton. Also minus 118 to the under two and a half. Again, both teams that don't score a whole lot. Um, they do concede a bit, but they don't score a lot. So I, I like the under there. Again, I would hedge that as well. I'd hedge all those picks as I would per usual in this process and in this play system we have here. Um, now I'm going to give you – I'm actually going to go deviate a little bit here, folks. I typically only give you the under over. This is if you were feeling a little bit emboldened and you're interested in a particular – in a side. I'm going to give you a side here in England on Saturday – on Sunday, excuse me. Um, this is going to be the EFL Cup final from Wembley Stadium. This is the League Cup final. Very prestigious there in, in London or in England. It's the second uh, most important domestic league cup or title. Uh, and this is going to be between Manchester United and Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle's goalie, Nick Pope, is suspended for the game uh, due to a red card in his previous match, uh, previous fixture against Liverpool on last Saturday. So he is suspended because he was ejected from the previous match. So he gets a three-game suspension, three-match suspension, I should say. The backup goalie actually played for Manchester United in the EFL Cup and is on loan now with Newcastle. So Newcastle is going to have to start their third-string goalie. What does that mean, on loan? On loan means that the team still owns the rights, that, uh, but they are allowing the player to play for a different team. That makes um, no sense. It's it's a it's a European thing. I don't I don't know how to. Really what if he gets hurt? The other team pays him. Yeah, that's it's it's a risk that you take when you when you loan out a player. So that's all, like saying that's like saying when the Houston Texans are out of the playoffs that they're going to loan their player to the Buffalo Bills. We'll just take Brandon Cooks during the playoff well, there run, is a but then loan. we'll give him back. We'll give him back. <laughs> there is well, oftentimes the loan the loaned player actually doesn't go back. They get bought out by the team that is loaning them. Sometimes they go back. But so they, just but, a but long is, trade, just a long there, trade. There is, yes, typically you have to pay in dollars. There's typically, it's not a trade, it's typically a buyout. So you're typically paying the team that you're loaning the player from. You're paying them money to loan them. And so, then oftentimes you could pay them more money if you want to keep them a lot of times. But there are transfer window deadlines. So as an example, the transfer window deadline yikes. this summer is in yikes. August, August 31st. And in the winter, it just passed. It was January 31st. So you had to have all those all those transfer window uh, opportunities done by uh, January 31st for the rest of the season. But anyway, um, that's the thank, th thank you for the clarification. That you're welcome. Help at all. You're, you're yep, very welcome. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, regardless, uh, the point is that Newcastle is going to, have to start their third string goalkeeper, who's I think 19 years old. So that should be interesting. Manchester United is also a much better form. So I like Manchester United on the three-way line, uh, plus 123. You can, if you want, you can hedge it because you can hedge it with a draw if you want, plus 240. But, of course, you lose both sides if Newcastle wins the game in 90 minutes. So right. I, I just like – I like it personally, just Manchester United. Uh, small wager, plus 123, plus money. 
Um, so we'll give you that. Uh, that's again ninety minutes. If the game is tied at the end of ninety minutes and it goes to extra time, your bet is uh, you it would end in a draw, so you would lose. You would not win if Manchester United actually wins in penalties or extra time. But just as a point of clarification for you, more uh, new to soccer betters. So, and there then I've go. got a couple for you here. I know we've given out four, five already, but listen. Wow, what, how many are we given here? I don't know. This, we're we're, this, we're, this. we're we're kind of rolling as we go here, sir. We're rolling as we go. So, um, okay, I'm gonna give. You, you sure you don't want to stick with five? You sure you sure you don't want to? No, man, we got. I mean, there's too many. There's too many good fixtures out there to, to just stick with five. Okay, all right. I am going to give um a couple more here. I am going to give with Leche and Sassuolo in the Serie A Saturday, two forty five p.m. Give me the under under two and a half goals minus one twenty. Uh-huh. Actually, you know what? Cancel that. I'm not doing that. Scrub that. That's that's not one I feel confident one. Confident. Yeah, am, that that one well, you don't well, feel confident in. <laughs> Couldn't even say the names of the teams. Leche, milk versus whatever you said. Sassuolo. That's yeah, Sassuolo. Yeah, name me a player. I can't. Yeah, exactly. Don't feel confident. I, I wouldn't feel confident too if I didn't even know where either of those places were. <laughs> so, all right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you Salter Salt Salt Salerni. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's this one's better than the last one, folks. <laughs> I'm gonna give you Salernitana against Monza, and I'm gonna go with the under, under two and a half. Of course you are. I'm going with the over. Oh gosh, <laughs> what was the name under, of the team? Uh, under <laughs> Salernitana and Monza. Under minus one twenty nine. Monza was under for us last week with AC Milan, and Salernitana is uh is not that good. So we're gonna go with the under minus one twenty nine. Salernitana is not that good. Salernitana, not Salernitana. Yes, I just I just looked it up here. S A L E R N I T A N A. Salernitana. Correct. Yes. Wow. Wow. And then I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one more, and then we'll leave it at that. Uh, for the soccer, we'll give you seven picks this time, folks. This is a this is a boondoggle here. <laughs> Not uh, to have... be confused with Bundesliga, folks. A bevy of options for your wagering pleasure. That's right. Make uh, sure you have your antenna, uh, your multiple antennas pointed in every direction, folks, because we don't know where the satellites come from with these games. Uh, we're gonna go Hellas Verona and Fiorentina under. Two and a half minus one thirty-seven. So that's it. I'm, I will leave it. I will leave it at that for this. I could go with more, but we'll leave it at seven. So those are the seven we're going. All with. right. He could go well, at the record show. He could go with more, but he's going to leave it at seven, folks. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you, thank you for yes. the soccer insight here. Oh, I had a lot of fun listening to that. That's probably the most fun I've had listening to your soccer analysis. Um. I'm so glad, far. I'm glad you were duly entertained, sir. I'm yes, that, that is the goal here. All right, let me get into my soccer talk. <sighs> I wrote down some stuff here, folks, for you. I didn't want to make sure we have in-depth analysis. But I will start off again by saying that I think we've regressed, folks. Um, I, I don't feel the same way about so- soccer that I did uh, maybe even a week or two ago. Uh, I, the, the fire has has unfortunately burned out, but... <laughs> 
I'm trying to gain it back. I'm trying to gain it back. It's It's been tough. It hasn't been easy. Uh, I watched 27 minutes of this game that I'm about to detail for you folks. Uh, February 22nd, RB Leipzig versus Manchester City. Red Bull around- Leipzig, yes. Red Bull okay. Leipzig. For the yes, yes. I was getting there, but that's okay. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, hopefully our IT guy maybe could find the mute button uh, for, for segments that he's not a part of. All right, RB Leipzig versus Manchester City, uh, round of 16, UEFA Champions League, the first leg. Uh, Remember, folks, uh, less scoring in the first leg because of aggregate scoring, uh, where they combine the two scores, even though they're two separate games. Uh, All right. Uh, So I joined at the three-minute mark of the outing because Benny Buckets told me this is one of the games that's on regular viewing uh, channels. So CBS. CBS. Yes. So I was able to I was able to watch. And yeah, I'll give you 27 minutes worth of insight here. So this is kind of funny. The best looking jersey combinations that I've seen so far uh, in soccer talk history. Uh, that was just straight on white versus black uniforms. And the refs are neon yellow, which is a colorblind guy's dream, folks. <laughs> everyone had their place. Everyone had their role. Everyone. I knew what everyone's role was. This is perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> So we get to the five-minute mark, and my first note is a lot of passing the ball around their own defensive zone. Uh, Red Bull, Leipzig. Now, I Red Bull, Leipzig, that's important, and you'll see why. Uh, another note I had, change, I changed my stance on soccer being the most physically taxing sport. There is a lot of walking around. <laughs> a lot. If the ball is not near you, you are walking. So I don't know. They, they say you run five, six miles a soccer game. I, I don't believe that because they, they are walking and well, jogging. You Probably. might move five or six miles in the soccer game. Yes, not run. Uh, so I'd say 70% of the movement is walking or a light jog. So it's uh, the same thing I could be doing on a Saturday morning, but uh, that's okay. At the six-minute, 22-second mark of the game, there was an inadvertent handball outside the box, but they called it. So, Benny Buckets, I turn this over to you. Why, oh, why did they call this handball but not the other handball? They were both outside of the eighteen. Uh, because and if they were it's both un- if it's it doesn't matter if it's inverted or not, if it's a natural defending position, they will not call it. It's also if it's outside of the 18, it's not so only the things that can be reviewed via the video assistant replay. This video assisted replay, also known as VAR, which is in place in uh Champions League, Premier League, Serie A, Europa League, these top leagues. Some of the the, the championship, the England championship, as an example, does not have VAR as an aside, but um, the reason it can be reviewed uh, or the the only things that can be reviewed for VAR are penalties or fouls that occur in the box that would lead to a penalty kick or goals or offsides onsides. So if it's a handball outside of the box, since it will only lead to a free kick and not a penalty shot, which, you know, 65 to 70% of the time result in a goal, if not higher, um, it is not reviewed by VAR. It's up to the referee's discretion, but the rule of handball is as follows. If it strikes your arm or hand in an unnatural position, an unnatural defending position, it is considered a handball and can be penalized by either penalty kick inside the box or free kick outside the box, as well as a card if it's deemed by the referee to be intentional. If it is a natural p- defending position, where the ball strikes the player um, in a uh, in the arm, but they're doing a natural. They're not actually doing something that's unnatural to the defending position. 
then it could be ruled by the referee as not a handball and play on a play on where the play would continue. So that is why there could have been a discrepancy in the, in the handball rule there, sir. Perfect. Thank you. At the nine minute mark, there was an offsides. And I feel like I have to say that because I feel like that has to be mentioned in soccer because that is one of the more exciting plays. Um, the good old fashioned offsides. There was nothing between the six minute, 22 second mark and the nine minute mark. And I mean, nothing. There was just passing in the defensive zone at the 11 minute, 15 second mark of the game. Red Bull Leipzig had a ball in the offensive zone, had pressure, and then they decided to pass it back in their own defensive zone. You've got to be kidding me. Um, they, they were just outside the 18. They were passing around. They were getting pressure. Then all of a sudden, let's let's drop it back. Let's drop it back. Let's we, we were having a little too much success there. Let's let's focus on. Just getting what we're used to here, what we practice all year round, and that's passing the ball right near midfield back and forth to each other. So that was a little frustrating. And I I clocked a corner kick. Uh, what I mean by that is by the time the ball went out to the time they kicked the ball, I, I, I made sure I kept track of that time. So the ball went out at the 12.25 mark, and the ball was kicked at 13.02. So, again, that's another 27 seconds. Uh, so you're averaging almost 30 seconds per uh, stoppage time, whatever corner kick or a throw in or a um, goal kick, which I, non, I, I have non t- time that is non uh, not 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 being in the field of play. Yes, time not in the field of play. play. Correct. Uh, so I actually recognized the soccer player at the 13 minute mark, Holland. Uh, he was one of Irving the Harland. Yes, Irving Harland. Yes, correct. Yes, Holland. Holland. Uh, it's pronounced Harland, but that's okay. Harlan, like Kevin Harlan. Harland, like Harland, H-A-R, it's H-A-A-L-A-N-D, but he pronounces it Harland, like with an R, I don't know why. Ah, yes, you're, you're, okay, yes, you're, you're classic, missing R, okay, (laughs) um, (laughs) oh boy, 13-35, the goalie passed it backwards to his defender, I thought that was pretty noteworthy, because I don't think I've ever seen a goalie pass it backwards, because that would be in his own goal, um, (laughs) 1533 mark we had a tremendous run by the leipzig uh forces a kick just outside the 18 because of a penalty um the kick was 25 yards out but i just love how these announcers just overemphasize everything. a tremendous run and that just <laughs> involved him holding the ball a little bit longer than normal um at 1645 there was finally a kick that uh, or oh <laughs> at 1645 the ball was finally kicked um, and it was k- kicked directly at the guy's face in front of him. Um, so the goalie orchestrating the players around um, is fascinating during one, one of these free kicks. And I don't know if you really pay attention to the goalie mm-hmm. when they're lining up for a free kick. You always notice yes. the players uh, standing there um, yep. with their hands in front, just making yep. sure everything's protected. And uh, as I was watching this. Well, that's was, also so they're not, yes, making sure it's protected, but also so they're not, they're not, uh, they don't have a, a handball issue. That's the other reason. But, but. Oh, yes, another handball issue. But uh, <laughs> so my my goalie orchestrating his players in the position where he wants them, I considered that to a wife arranging the furniture when moving into a new place. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, I'll, have, I'll have the couch here. I'll have the chairs over here. That's exactly what the goalie was doing. I'll take um, your and, word for it. I've never been married, so I'll take your word for it. There you go. And he uh, and he positioned them in the correct way because the guy just took it right off the face. Um, <laughs> perfect alignment. All right. So at the 1803 mark, there was another offsides. This is getting hard to watch. This is when things started to go downhill. 
<laughs> he's I will give the crowd a ton of credit. Uh still going with whatever they are chanting. You could never tell what they're chanting. <laughs> it's like, oh uh, uh, you can never actually hear the words. But they don't stop, which is fantastic. Well, they're not chanting for the audience at home. They're chanting for themselves. They can understand what they're saying. But how are they chanting for themselves? Chant for yourselves in your own head. It's called self-confidence. What do you mean chanting for yourselves? <laughs> what? Wait. So they're not chanting for the players in the field? No, they are, but they're chanting. You can't pick it up at home because the mics probably aren't good enough to pick up what they're saying. I mean, the fans are usually pretty, depending what stadium they're well, in. Well, if they're, they're saying the same thing the entire game, do you think the announcers yeah. just once say, oh, this is what they're saying? <laughs> that, that would help out a lot. I don't need to know the only gluten-free team in the uh, Europa League. I, I need to know what they're saying in the stands. Um, okay. So, so here we go. This is where it gets really interesting, folks. If this wasn't interesting enough, at a 21 minute mark, uh, 80% of Red Bull, Le- uh, 80% Red Bull Leipzig to 20% Manchester City ball possession. Uh, I, I thought that was crazy. And then I was thinking, how terrible this must be to listen to on the radio. If there was ever a radio broadcast. There are. Soccer. There are radio broadcasts of soccer. Oh, my gosh. Imagine <laughs> listening to a soccer game on the ride home from work and just listening to the announcers say a player's last name and passing the ball every time. So, like, every five minutes, you say a couple players' last name and passing the ball. You, you have no idea what's going on in the soccer game. <laughs> the Radio yeah. announcing for soccer must be the worst in the world. Yes, number so- 13 passes to number five, five back to 13, 13 back to the goal. Yes, soccer is not meant to be experienced by uh, to listen anything. via the radio. Yeah, I yes. agree with that. So, yeah. Yes, anything. For sure. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's th- yeah, throw in on occasional offsides, corner kicks, penalty throw in crosses, and that's pretty much any drive home from 10 to 40 minutes, um, folks. That, that's, that's all you'll really be listening to on a radio call uh all right at 24 57 there was another offsides and then here we go so <laughs> the most analysis i had was from 25 minutes to 33 minutes the last eight minutes i watched now i have another question for you uh expert buckets uh mm-hmm. expert pitch i yeah. don't even know what the, your soccer name is um when i was a youngin i was told as a goalie to kick the goal kicks outside of the 18 box okay Everyone was not even allowed to come into the box. Like everyone mm-hmm. was out of the box. I had to kick. I, I had to, I was always taught to absolutely yoss the ball down the field. Just, just kick it as far <laughs> as I possibly could down the field. Right. Now what I've watched this game now for at this point, it's 18 minutes, three times. Now there's a defender standing inside the 18 and the goalie's just passing it to him. Why, why am I being told two different things here? Was I being told a lie this entire time? Why did I have to? Because uh, as a youngin, it's different than, you know, it, it's a weapon to kick it down the field. As a I young thought it was a rule that you couldn't no, go inside no, the 18. No, it's not a rule. That's not a rule. No. Oh, anybody well, can, anybody can enter the 18 yard box at any time. The only different, the, the, there's two rules within the 18 yard box. There's a foul committed in the, in the it's called the penalty area of the 18 yard box. It's a on on the offensive team. If the offensive team is fouled by the defending team, it is a penalty kick. That's the first rule in the 18-yard box. The second rule is the second major rule is um, that the goalie can handle the ball or can can use his hands inside the 18-yard box as long as it's not a back pass, meaning a pass on the ground directly back from his own team. 
if the ball is headed back by his own team into the 18-yard box, the goalie can handle the ball without issue with his hands. If the other team kicks the ball and the goalie, the goalie can then handle the ball with his hands within the 18-yard box. The goalie is not permitted to play. The, the goalie can come out of the 18-yard box, but if they come out of the 18-yard box, they cannot use their hands. Regardless of the situation, they must use their feet. If they use their hands outside of the 18-yard box, it's generally a red card and the goalie is ejected. Don't want that. Yeah. Last thing you want. Your That's what happened. That's what happened to the Newcastle goalie last week against Liverpool, which is why it's suspended. For they the shouldn't be able to put in a new goalie. They shouldn't be able to put. No, you can't. No, you can put in a new goalie, but then no, you shouldn't. Oh, you shouldn't. No, you can't. No. What ends up happening is the goalie gets ejected. A new the backup comes in, and then one of the ten defensive or offensive players, non goalies, gets removed from the game, and they're down a man. They're playing with ten now. That's how but that works. I think soccer would just be improved if you take the goalies away. I mean, yeah, but for sure. But like, there'd be you know, there'd be more goals. You could say this thing about hockey. I mean, there'd be more goals if there were no goalies in hockey too. Hockey's exciting. Soccer needs a little work on that. Anyways, um, <laughs> it depends on how you appreciate it. Like, I, I, I I agree. I agree. I, I, I bash on I, it a lot, but yes. it is the it is the most well renowned sport in all of the land. I get it. Uh, not just all not, of this land, all of the world. Right. Yes. All, all, yes, that's it's what I meant. Um, okay, oh, my goodness. With, all right. technical, with the technical issue. Uh, well, we're just going to have to get back in the lab and uh, make a better episode next time. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, at the 26-minute mark, a Manchester City, um, Ryan Marez, uh, number 26. Marez. Marez, yes, very good. <sighs> Scored a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Marez. <laughs> Scored a goal. What's his name, Ben? It's Riyad Marez. Riyad Mahrez, thank you. Yes. Uh, the quote was smooth, smooth as the back of the spoon here. Uh, that's what the goal call was. So smooth as the back of the spoon here. Nice strike to the lower right quadrant of the net to make it his third goal in seven matches for Mahrez. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I've watched about. I've watched. I didn't about realize. I didn't realize minutes of soccer and I could be a better smooth, announcer. But I didn't realize that spoons were smooth. But the no, back I, of the spoon, the back of the spoon, sir, is very smooth. Interesting. Okay, it's a good analogy. I like that. That's Very right. Good. That's right. Um, Twenty-eight minutes. Uh, uh, so here we go. Took me until just now to realize I messed up the color team scenario. Black is Manchester City and white is RB Leipzig. I yeah. thought black was RB Leipzig and white was Manchester <laughs> City this entire time. <laughs> so I said, "Wow." <laughs> so this is about the point where I turned it off, folks, because I was taking all. You watched notes. the goal, and that was enough. That was enough. Uh, so you, you were supposed to watch a whole game, so you went from watching sixty minutes or seventy yes. minutes down to 25, 28 minutes. I mean, yes, yes. Uh, so at the thirty-three minute mark, mark, my last note here was end and fiend. Some days are good, some are not. This unfortunately was one of those not days for soccer, but that's uh, okay. We'll try again soon. So well. that is my soccer talk, folks. That is the most analysis I've ever given for 27 minutes of soccer. But that is what it is. I wanted to make sure you guys had the most in-depth analysis. You can paint the picture of what the soccer game looks like. And I hope I can do that for you guys better than the announcers can. So that is going to do it for our show. This is the longest show we have had yes. so far. Yes, it is. Um, but that is we just covered a lot. Awesome. College baseball, we did. MLB preview, and soccer talk. We had a full MLB preview. There was nothing left off the table yeah, we, there. We but, had about uh, thirty minutes of soccer talk here, approximately. So that's yeah. 
30 minutes more than the original soccer talk, but that's okay. Yeah. All right, 29 minutes more, but all right. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for episode five. I'm game day, Greg, alongside Benny Buckets. And uh, make sure to look out for us on Fridays. And we will talk to you guys next week. All right. See you guys.